Welcome to Simply Happy, a show where you'll be learning how to shift into a more positive perspective in easy-to-manage steps. Who am I? My name's Olivia. I'm a mother, a wife, the driven woman behind SimplyAlley.com, and someone who ditched bipolar, anxiety, and depression through mastering my mindset and emotions. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your girl Olivia, and this episode is something brand spanking new. I am doing something I've never done on the podcast before, and this is the first interview to ever happen on Simply Happy. I am chatting with my very first student ever. Her name is Allie, and I am so excited to have her on the podcast to talk about her her story, her journey with beating the bad, you know, like what was hard, what was great, you know, just giving you an inside look to somebody's story that's just, it's not mine, <laughs> so that you can see that, you know, like you're really not alone in this. And a lot of the things that you might be feeling other people have felt too. And yeah, I am just, I'm so stoked for you to hear this interview. It's absolutely incredible. I'm so grateful for Allie for just opening up, being so honest and real and sharing her heart and her journey with us. It's, it's just, oh, all all the gratitude nuggets. It's been beyond incredible. And I just want to hit you with a little reminder as well that my program, Beat the Bad. Um, You can hear all about it at the end of the show if you listen. Um, I talk about it at the very end. But um, my program, Beat the Bad, the doors are going to be opening March 10th. We are so close to the doors opening. I'm getting so excited. So if you, you know, if you listen to Ali's story and you're like, oh my gosh, like I want to go through that. I want to be a part of that, um, you know, definitely head to www.simplyali.com slash BTB to learn more about it, to hop on the wait list, all the good stuff. And like I said, if you want, you can just listen all the way to the end of the episode and you'll hear more about it there too. But without further ado, here is the very first interview on Simply Happy with Ali. Take a listen. Ali, I am... Beyond excited to have you on the show. This is I'm so excited. Oh, this is like <laughs> this is just like the most beautiful, exciting interview I've ever done. I've never interviewed anybody, but I have been. So interviewed. the bar is low. I will take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is though. It fun. is yeah. welcome. Welcome to my low bar. <laughs> Um, but I know I'm so excited to have you on here. I'm so excited for like everybody to get to hear you talk because I have shared your story before. I actually did like a summary of your story on bonus episode number two. It's called Allison's Self-Empowered Success with Fully Committing. And it's, you can find it in between episodes 61 and 62 because I know bonus episode two doesn't tell you where to go. Um, It's a mystery. If you can figure it out, you deserve it. It is. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Oh my goodness. So yeah, I am just, oh, I'm just so excited for this. So just so you all know, Allie was my very first student I ever had back when I was terrified and had no, I didn't have no idea what I was doing, but I was, I was terrified. I was still trying to get comfortable with teaching and Allie was just a phenomenal student and just like one of the biggest successes I've ever seen. And I'm going to come to gush. Okay. (laughs) Well, I followed your lead. And even though, you know, you might be 
you know, we all know how we feel when we're starting something, but please know that did not translate at all. I just <laughs> felt consistently in good care and in good hands and well, clearly it worked out. So <laughs> yes. And now we're still friends. So it's even better. Yeah. It's all worked out. Oh my it's gosh. Been, two years now. So. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, It'll be two fun. years this spring, this I, summer. Yeah. I know. Ah, okay. <laughs> oh, well, Allie, why don't you go ahead and tell, tell the peoples about yourself. Um, Give us a little introduction. All right. Well, so, yes, I am Allie. I am freshly 27. I have, let's see, good grief. I'm from a very small town in Ohio um, around the Pro Football Hall of Fame, for those of you who are familiar with it. For those of you who are not, you're not missing much. And (laughs) I went to Ashland University where I studied religion and Spanish education, and I used that to kind of get me on my path where I am now a it's a job where it's part preschool teach, part almost social work, where I work with the children and the parents um, to help work together as a team to get the kiddos ready for kindergarten. So I primarily work with three-year-olds, um, so that brings its own challenges and joys. Uh, in personal life, I've got my husband. I am a cat mama, and yeah, keep plenty busy with all of that. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for yeah. sharing all that. I know that, like... This is a very personal topic and can be a personal journey. And so for you to just like already open up about like your life is just, I I really am so appreciative. Absolutely. Well, and I mean, I've always kind of felt that when, gosh, any other time before, you know, meeting you and learning about everything that you were teaching and had to teach me, it was just kind of hard to connect with people of, oh, well, I've gone through this struggle, but I've, I've made through, I've persevered. And I just kind of felt like, yeah, good for you, whatever, you know, mystical, all perfect being that you are. (laughs) Um, And so, but when I, when, you know, I found you and you were real and honest and truly unapologetically human. Um, I just really felt that that helps me open myself up and make myself more open to whatever it was that um, I was about to experience and learn. And so I figure it's the it's the least that I can do to, um, to all of you who are just kind of listening and who's this chick? Well, I am real and I am fallible. <laughs> she is real. I have, I have um, hugged her. And- <laughs> And we're all in this together. So, you know, insert high school musical choreography. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So can you then go ahead and describe, like, what you used to struggle with and a bit about, like, what life looked like before before us, before you beat the bad, like, all that stuff? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So it's interesting because I didn't really realize that um, I had the bad (laughs) until um, you had really put a name to it and put um, examples to it that I never really felt um, counted before, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So when I, when we first met and I started listening to your podcast because a mutual friend, I guess I would call him. And uh, I found you through all of that. I at first was like, okay, yeah, I can, you know, I know in college, like I had a lot of anxiety and yeah, I guess I'd call that maybe some depression times as well. And, you know, I kind of saw some, some habits and patterns within myself. And then as time went on, um, before I started the program with you, um, I 
was starting to recognize more of that in my everyday life. And then after we, after I completed the program, I actually was able to look back and see that I had been struggling with all this all throughout my life, but didn't really have a name or a comparison to put to it, um, put it to. And so growing up, I was very fortunate to have an incredibly supportive, strong, um, home life. My mom and dad and sister, they all did you know, wonderful jobs and the best they could. I've got no complaints in that department. I really did strike the lottery on that one. Um, but mental health um, or issues with wasn't really something that was known, concerned, discussed. It wasn't really real in a sense. It was like one of those things, well, that doesn't affect my family. And I just had a very um, disillusioned understanding of what it was. And so I realized now looking back in second grade when I was, I had gotten like an F or something on a math test, math, and I did not get along. Um, and then I started crying and breaking down. I was inconsolable um, with, because I wanted to be able to go, I think I had earned a reward to go to Wendy's with my teacher. Like that was some prize that I had earned for getting good grades. And then like the day we were supposed to do it, um, I had not done well on a math test and I was just horribly freaking out about oh I don't deserve it and I wanted to do it so bad well I realize now that might not have been a typical reaction <laughs> or when again looking back at if anybody had the um math minute tests where you had like 60 math problems whether it was multiplication addition subtraction division that you had to complete within one minute as many as you could um I realized those were some of the first like little baby panic attacks I had Aww. or in college when I sat down and had to do a speech sample for my first foreign language class. I sat at the computer for 15 minutes with my hand on the mouse, hyperventilating and trying to not cry. But what are you doing? This is ridiculous. Just talk. It's so easy. And getting mad at myself that I couldn't. And then just going in that whole spiral that some of you listening might know very well. Mm. But at that time I didn't know what was going on. And so looking back and seeing all of these things in my life tied with um, all of those behaviors, I didn't really know what they were. I just thought I was just, that was just me. And mm -hmm. so when it got to its worst, uh, right before I reached out to Olivia was when um, my life outside of work, I don't know why, but in my brain, there was this divide between my personal life and my duties at work. So again, I work with kind of a social work, preschool teaching, people depend on me job. Um, and I don't want to let my kids down. I don't want to let my families down. And um, there's no one who can pick up the slack if I don't do my job. So for some reason, I was able to kind of have this divide in my brain where if I need to go to work and drive all across the county all day, I'm in Columbus, Ohio, which is a very big area, also not great drivers. <laughs> and um, driving was definitely a stressor for me. So for work, I was able to get through it. But as soon as I got home, I wasn't able to go to the grocery store. I wasn't able to leave the house to go meet friends. I wasn't able to do all of these things that kind of snuck up gradually. And I didn't realize it was an issue until I was going out of my way to pay extra for someone to deliver my groceries to me because I just couldn't leave the house because I was so um, convinced that, you know, if someone felt that I had cut them off or something, because again, in Columbus, we call it Columbus driving in our household, where you just kind of do whatever you want. And um, I was convinced that someone was going, I was somehow unknowingly going to aggravate someone and I was going to be, um, had violent acts committed against me. And so I would have those um, 
just inundating thoughts of this person is going to follow me to my home and they are going to commit xyz you know horrible horrible acts against me and um i could just picture it and see it and then i would you know the the panic attacks start and i just or if i'd be in the grocery store if i could even get into the grocery store um or get out you know into my car or i would be in my parking lot and it's a I live in a safe area and yet I would constantly be, okay, if someone comes at me from this direction, then I can do this to get away from them and to defend myself. And if someone does this, and as soon as I get in my car, I need to lock it and go so that way no one can risk getting at me. Or it was just this constant um, fear of, and I guess paranoia at that point um, of just not feeling safe or okay with all of that. And um, also there was um, with that, with kind of, making myself housebound um, because also at the time my husband and I had opposite schedules and being in a city where at that point I really didn't have much of a friend group and the friends I had were in, you know, law school or other things that were very busy and didn't allow for much social life. Um, So I would be at home on my own a lot. And with that kind of involuntary, almost house arrest, it felt like at times, um, I fell into a bit of depression. So I wasn't, um, I was already, you know, prone to all of that in the situation, certainly, and honestly, the loneliness did not help. Um, and so I just kind of found myself the almost a stereotypical sleeping, crying, not leaving the couch, not being able to, you know, get up off of the couch wearing the same pajamas all weekend um it would be exhausting to if i brushed my teeth if i brushed my teeth that was an accomplishment and i have a sonic hair that was not that hard of a job <laughs> i can look back now and laugh at myself <laughs> but like I, you just have to hold it on your teeth allison but um <laughs> but at that time and for those of you who have been in those situations or are in those situations then that hopefully you can laugh along with me of yeah you got a sonic here it's not even manual that was that was bad um and so just again I didn't really see it until I was out of it because it had become such the norm for me that it just was it didn't seem like something that needed fixed it just was my lot yeah I remember I remember how stuck you felt You were like, I can't leave, but I also can't get myself to do anything inside of my Mm -hmm. house. Like you, I just, I remember like how much that was just tearing you up. You're like, I just want to like get up and do yoga or like go to the store and get, like, I remember how bad you wanted to go for a walk. You're like, it would feel so good to just go for a walk. And that was such a big deal because you're like, it was Mm -hmm. that feeling of like, I'm going to get murdered. Like if I go, Mm -hmm. if I go for some self-care walking, I'm going to get murdered. And it was like... Right, yeah. stay out of the woods. <laughs> it wasn't even woods, though. It was like a populated area. <laughs> I know. But there were trees, and my brain thought people could hide behind trees. It's true. The there are not that many skinny people. True. But... <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah. No. yeah I... it, all joking aside, it was, it was um, exhausting. Yeah. And um... I just... I also remember saying, because before it even got that bad, I just... I didn't... I knew that I wasn't feeling like myself. I knew that I wasn't being Allie. I wasn't living who I was meant to be because I feel that um, in my heart, I am just a very whimsy, loving, goofy, I don't know, nutcase? Like in a good way though. Like in just a fun 
weirdo. Yeah. Again, I use those in the best terms um, or in the best sense. And I just, I remember telling you, I just want to feel like myself again. Yeah. I don't know what that, I don't know how to get there. I don't know how I got from, how I departed from that. But I want that back. I know. And like we met at Disney and you had like Mickey ears on and it was like, you were, I remember just, I was like, she's adorable. (laughs) I love her. Well, okay. So yeah, I teach preschoolers and I may or may not occasionally dress and or act like them. But what I love (laughs) is. That's how I find joy with just being silly and just finding those, those moments of joy. And that's, that's how I live it out. Yeah. And what I want everybody to know though, is that like, I didn't, I mean, I didn't know this until later because like just looking at Allie, I had no idea that she was like struggling with any of this. And, but I like, I like finding out later that like go, even going to Disney was this like anxiety packed experience for you. Like you always wanted to Mm -hmm. do it. You love it. You still do it. But it was just, yeah, it was just like jam packed with anxiety, like leading up to it, being there, like going through Mm -hmm. all the motions and just being able to see you and and just enjoy Disney. Now it's like, (laughs) yay. Right. Well, and yeah, I mean, with Disney, so there's then there's the social anxiety aspect of yeah. there's crowds, people are getting angry because there's crowds and it's hot and there's children and there's tempers and everybody spent a lot of money and wants to get the most out of it. And it's just all of the, you know, the worst, you know, sometimes you see the worst parts of humanity in, on vacations, <laughs> especially if you go to theme expensive theme parks. Um, and that definitely, you know, did not help. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, it also, yeah, it was really hard because like you said, you maybe couldn't tell and... I hate this term, but I also felt like it applied of being um, up to a point deeply high functioning within that. Um, In college, I lost a lot of friends because I seemed like I was fine, but I was just choosing to ignore and shut them out. Um, But people didn't realize that I was, you know, running on two or three hours of sleep at times like the bare minimum of just so I could stay up and do all the homework I needed. I would spend time just plotting how much time was needed to do all my work because I felt so exhausted by it. I would see how long I could go between meals. One, because I didn't feel like I could waste time by eating because I had to study and do all the work. And two, I uh, wanted to feel like I had control over something. So I would see how long I could go without eating um, before it would impact my ability to seem normal. And please know I put that in air quotes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or, you know, then I would go and do the exercise thing because everybody, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. Um, but mind you, I also refused to take the elevator in my building. So when I lived on the seventh floor of the dorm, I was taking the stairs constantly because I was terrified of the elevator, no. that I was going to get stuck in it, that it was going to drop, that it was going to tower. If for my fellow Disney people out there, Tower of Terror <laughs> dropped me, but it wasn't going to catch me. Like just all of that was deeply there. And, you know, it might have just seemed like the quirky, energetic girl, but I was genuinely afraid that that's how I was going to meet my doom. And so then I would do that. And then, but I would also go and work out for two, three hours at a time, going from Zumba to going upstairs and running and then doing some weightlifting and then doing an hour of Turbo Jam. But nobody set noticed anything because those are the things you're supposed to do. I was getting applauded for losing the weight, for taking care of myself and working out and making that a priority as opposed. And then honestly, it wasn't until you had mentioned, um, one of your episodes that that could be a form of self-harm that mm. so I, I've already been that but when I heard that I realized that that's what that behavior was that I was also punishing myself and mm. trying to um get the 
um, just these feelings out of my head of the too much energy when you just kind of feel like you're buzzing from the anxiety Mm -hmm. and also the gosh, just the not knowing what else to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Okay, I know what to do. And I'm just going to go run for hours. Um, And that wasn't a healthy coping mechanism at all. But, you know, that was one of those things that seemed high functioning. That was kind of easier to hide. And that it was hard to get help when people don't really, when you don't know how to ask for it if people can't see it overtly. Yeah. And that's, especially if you can't. <laughs> and that's, yeah. And that's the big thing. Like, that's what I, I always am trying to like bring that awareness so that, you know, people can reach out. And I've even seen a podcast review where somebody was like, you've gave me the courage to finally reach out for help. And I'm just like, thank, thank yeah. goodness. <laughs> like, yeah. Because right. not well, everybody can see you, it. Whoever that was. Yeah. Like, that's a really hard thing to do. Yeah. Not everybody can see what you're, you're struggling through. Um, but thank you. Like, thank you for sharing all of that. Cause that is like, it's, oh my gosh. Like, it just, it like, jolts me again to like just be reminded of how far you've come and it's incredible so I I would love to know like so like what fears did you have before we started working together to help you beat the bad like I kind I guess kind of like when you knew that was a possibility and we were talking about it like what fears came up for you when it came to like making that decision to like be like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna gonna beat it I'm gonna try to beat it (laughs) oh so um but I'm not gonna lie like as we're talking about this and you're like oh yeah it's reminding me of where you were it's reminding me of where I was like I'm feeling my heart rate kind of quicken so I'm trying to try to take some breaths around myself (laughs) I'm not there anymore so and I'm known for talking quickly so for those of you whose ears aren't up to alley speed I apologize I am trying (laughs) y'all You're doing great. Energy is hitting me. Um, You're doing great, listener. (laughs) (laughs) Thank y'all for hanging in there. Um, Don't don't stop listening to Ollie just for for my babble. I promise. Um, Just fast forward to the next episode. It's fine. No, Um, but (laughs) no, come back. Sorry, I didn't mean it. Um, So yeah, I think my the biggest fear that comes to mind right now was that I was wrong that I wasn't actually who you were looking for to help, that I wasn't actually having these problems that were problems, but rather that I just was not handling what life gave me, you know? Oh, well, if everybody else can handle what life gives them, and well, I don't have it as bad as XYZ situation, right? I don't have this horrible, newsworthy story going on in my life. I just can't go buy milk and cereal. so it was just that feeling of, oh, well, it's not a real problem for me. Other people have it worse. This isn't really what I've got going on. Because also, keep in mind, I didn't have any um, professional diagnosis at that point. I hadn't sought any professional help. Yeah. Um, you know, and so it was just this feeling of, I don't actually have anything wrong with me. I'm just weak and foolish. Oh. And so it was just kind of that fear of... I can't handle it, but I don't know. But I don't actually have a problem. Yeah, if that makes sense. No, yeah. for sure. I mean, like, and that's that's always the tough part is like people think that it's not bad enough. It's not bad enough. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm just mm-hmm. I just need to work through it. Oh, I can I can take right. care of this myself. Like, it's not bad enough. But it's at at the same like it's like, are you happy though? Like, right. that's that's what it boils down to. It's like may, maybe it's not as bad as you might deem bad to be but is are you happy are you Mm -hmm. are you content with your life if you're not then that's that's a reason enough 
Exactly. And I just wasn't able to hear that or see that. But bless my poor husband who was sitting there on the couch beside me. How many times like going back and forth after I talked to you? Well, should I do this? Is this really what I need? Well, I don't want to waste our time. I don't want to take from somebody else. Well, I don't really know if this is right for me. Well, maybe I should. Well, maybe I shouldn't. My poor husband is just, Allison, she would have told you if this wasn't right. Did she tell you that? Well, no, but I don't know. She's really nice. And I don't know. She wouldn't want to hurt my feelings. Allison. You are fine. <laughs> and just his 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 sweet, kind, patient heart. And also, bless him, he's also gone through, you know, his own struggles, which I was able to, you know, help him get to a point where he was able to seek help and get those things taken care of. So it was so funny that it was reversed. And, you know, I was able to do all these things and help him see, like, you deserve better. You deserve to feel happy just Aww. by being human. Um, if you feel that it's not enough, then, you know, we can do it. But I wasn't able to apply that to myself. <laughs> always. <laughs> always. So he would literally spit it back at me. like, well, I know, but that's just so He's like, Allison, you said it, and I believed you. I know, but I, I don't want to listen to that right now. I don't like that advice anymore. <laughs> and can I, can I tell you, like, it's so fascinating to me, like, because when we're, like, struggling with the bad, like, like we're so wrapped up in our problems, but we, we're still so concerned about other people because I have like so many of my students have been like, I don't want to take up your time. Like, I hope like you are, yeah. you need to go spend time with your family. Like, don't worry about that me. constant apologeticness. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, dude, I wouldn't do this if I was right. going to sit here and resent you for taking up my time. My phone has a do not disturb setting. I will turn it on exactly. if I need space. <laughs> right. I'm an adult. I know how to set boundaries. Yes. And, and that's sometimes what I feel like part of my problem is that I just feel too much and too deeply. And that is now that I'm able to kind of guard myself um, from going spiraling and yeah. I've got the tools and the skills um, that I am able to guard myself from that. But before that, it was just, um, yeah, feeling too much all at once mm-hmm. and not wanting to hurt anybody else. Yeah. It, yeah. It was real. It was hard. It was yeah. scary. It is. It's a, it's a lot to process. And I think it's extra intimidating because, you know, it's in your brain. You're like, you're like uh-huh. I'm not a, I'm not a, a brain surgeon. I don't know lots about my brain. Like I, somebody, I don't know. And, and it also feels like one of those unchangeable things, which is definitely yeah. not, but you know, like I, I'm, I'm glad that even though you felt that fear that you moved through it, like, I'm going to like guys literally <laughs> before <laughs> Allie and I had to meditate <laughs> before <laughs> Well, welcome to behind the scenes. Allie and I had to meditate together because both of our nerves were so high. I've never done an interview before, like ha- interviewed somebody, never brought somebody on the podcast. And she, you know, this was like, she was like, I don't know if I want to get on the mic, but she was willing. Yeah, and so no. the freaking, like how much I love you. I know. I appreciate you. It's also how much you love yourself because you're like, I'm just, I can move through this. Like I got this. And you know, that's what True. like, <laughs> So, like, you know, those, like, nerves come up, those feelings come up, but, like, it's important to not let us stop them from doing what we want to pursue. Like, you didn't let fear stop you from, you know, like, getting into the program and really, like, starting to take steps towards changing your life. And we also didn't let our, like, ridiculous nerve giggles stop us <laughs> from from recording like we st- we we used right. a tool we stopped we meditated we calmed things down because you guys if you would have heard us like if we would have started the show off where we were it would have been insane and you would have been like I can't listen to two women on crack right now like that's too much oh, for me to handle was, 
It was a very high energy. It was a lot. Moment. Yeah, it, it was a lot. So <laughs> you know, just that's just like it's it's so that I'm so glad people get to hear like that fear that you experienced because a lot right. of people feel that kind of fear and and too many people let it hold them back from doing what they want to do with their lives. Mm-hmm. And well, yeah, yeah. So can I even be real for a second, just with like no. <laughs> when sorry <laughs> well fine i'll just put put a fake mask on and just say it no not true yeah um but no i remember when we had our first phone call together to kind of see if i would be a good fit for you and the program and just to kind of see if it would be a good working relationship i um remember you asking me like well what would success look like to you what what if it's not working? Like just kind of the, the what ifs on each of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. And I remember telling you, well, if I feel that it's not working, I am just going to ghost you. I will just, you know, block your number or you on social, or I will just not answer, or I will just hide from you. Like I was just going to resort to that. And even just thinking of, um, something that I know, at least with me and my friends is pretty <laughs> common. And, um, y'all might feel this too, but even just seeing your phone ring and feeling your heart race, you know, quicken when you even, even if it's just a casual phone call or for Pete's sake from your dentist reminding you of an appointment on a robocall. Like if I see a phone call coming in, like the nerves would just pick up. And even tonight. So while I was kind of thinking about and getting ready, okay, so she's going to call me around this time. And I was like, shoot, if I really didn't want to do this, it would be really easy to just not answer my phone. But like, cause like thinking of like where my, brain had been in the past mm-hmm. and you know sometimes those little flashbacks will even come back of this is how I would have handled this before and here I am doing something that terrifies the daylights out of me but I love you so much that well here we are <laughs> yeah and that's what I mean that is like but that's so empowering and that's so mm-hmm. powerful because like those moments it's not even that it's necessarily the anxiety but like like I was, I was feeling nerves. Like I was feeling yeah. anxiousness is a normal emotion for everyone mm-hmm. to experience. And right. even I was feeling anxious, like calling you. I was like, hold on, yeah. I will call you in a minute. Cause you're like, I'm ready. Like I was like, oh, she's ready. <laughs> I was like, I'll be with you in a moment. Um, and so it's like, that's what's, that's, what's beautiful about the space that you're in now is it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you can just recognize that. Yeah. Like there's anxious feelings there, but it doesn't, hold me back it doesn't stop me I live my right, life and I know what to do with it yes yeah it's amazing mm-hmm. so so what was your experience like when you started to like really take action and make change <sighs> okay so and I'm probably gonna talk completely around this because that's kind of how my brain works so y'all <laughs> buckle in hold on for the ride apologies <laughs> but also it's is what it is so sorry click um, click click <laughs> so I um yeah, the first, like, I think it was like the first week or two, I was just kind of like, okay, well, these are, these are the questions. This is what we're supposed to do, I suppose. And like, I would kind of like hear you in the back of my head, like have a little Ollie sitting on my shoulder, you know, working as I'm working through the day. And I didn't really feel like much was happening, but me being the ever people pleasing, like, I'm going to win this competitive student side of me. Um, It was just, okay, well, I'm going to keep working towards it. And I'm just, I'm desperate. I don't know what else to try at this point. Um, And then 
Okay, this is, I don't think I had mentioned this to you before. So I think you had mentioned on like your Instagram story, you had, um, you were talking about like another student at some point or something like that a few weeks in. And I saw like that they were having successes and like just how um, proud of you you were of them and how well they were doing and like seeing what they were achieving. And I instantly had that feeling was like, I want, I want to make her proud. I want to get the call out. I want to do good things. And so that kind of that competitiveness came from a not healthy place, but made healthy things happen. Um, <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm going to make this work. I want to be make her proud of me. And so just, that kind of made me kick it in the high gear. Um, again, just that whatever it was in my brain that needed that swift kick in the pants, that was just kind of it of... Um, that just finally made it all click into place, I think, of yeah. um, also hearing like somebody else go through it and having success with it. Um, maybe almost made me be like, I want to go through it, you know, even more. I'm going to do it harder, better, faster, stronger, you know, just all daft funk on it. So <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it was around like week two or three that I actually started like making the progress, but I don't. I feel like it was near the end of the program towards one of our last calls together that I noticed, you know, like, okay, so like, when do you feel like, what progress have you made? And I'm like, I, I think I beat the bad. <laughs> like I didn't realize it was happening because it was just these intuitive, not simple in the sense of easy, but simple in the sense of not complex to implement. Yeah. Um, in the day-to-day that made it happen. It was just a very smooth transition. So kind of like how I slid into the bad and didn't really realize it was happening until I was in so dark and so deep, I didn't really know what was going on, Mm -hmm. that I also kind of slid back Mm -hmm. out of it with these steps as they were becoming a part of my day-to-day, replacing the negative, thought cycles or behavior patterns and just kind of, um, replacing them and just, yeah. I like, it's so funny too, because like, uh, yeah, I remember like it just, it started like, it definitely like, it was like one of those, and it it is with a lot of people, but it was like kind of hard to get the train started at first. (laughs) And then, (laughs) and then it just started like, you really started picking up momentum because like, I think what was really important well, is that I wanted to win. Yeah. <laughs> but you and you were on it. I mean, you were not only like learning it, but you were making yeah. sure that you were really actively implementing it and trying and even though like sometimes it felt hard like you were doing it. And yeah, yeah definitely like oh my phone just buzzed. I'm sorry world. <laughs> <laughs> as far as buzzes go, it wasn't very obtrusive. Oh, thank you. Um <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying thank you. Um, but, you know, like, I remember, it, yeah, it was like, it was like, because well, what was it, six months? Was it six months? Like, the pro- the program's like three months, and then it was like six months, I it think. Was, af- no, it was only eight weeks at that point. I oh, think. was that? 
It was on the well, show. there were some follow-ups so, follow afterwards. No, no, no. That's, that yeah, that's, I kind of drew those out. Yeah, yeah. That's the point. So it's like, it's it's the, basically like two months. So it's like, you know, it's eight weeks of like, of like learning, learning, learning. Yeah. And then there's four weeks of like, baby bird fly. And like, yeah. I'm still there watching you, like to make sure that you're not like, I'm breaking out. And you're like, gla- you're grasping <laughs> right, onto the edge of the nest. nest. Yeah. You're yeah. just like, <laughs> not letting go. Um, <laughs> gosh, that was, that's a, that's a visual right there. Um, uh, you know what? I, I completely relate with it, and I instantly went to, like, the Are You My Mother? Poor Little Baby Bird Who Fell Out of the Nest. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I was yeah, thinking that's of... that's the visual there. I was thinking of the movie uh, We're Back. It's with dinosaurs. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> uh, that's where my brain went. I was like, that little blue I like bird. It. I like it. Um, yep. <laughs> anyway, but, like, I remember... Because it's, it's usually in that time period. Like, p- that's where people really find their footing. And then, like, after mm-hmm. that, that, like, I think it's, like, a month or two after... That's when it just, like, takes off because they're not, like, trying to constantly implement new things. They're, like, putting into practice over and over again what they've learned. And everything takes off. And I remember, yeah, we, like, got on the phone and you were, like, you were, like, I I think I beat... You were, like, I went to the grocery store. Wait, wait. I went to the grocery store. Like, you didn't even realize that you were, like, making grocery trips. And now you're, like, making friends all over. Like, you make more friends than I do. (laughs) Like... (laughs) You're just like, hey, I'm going out. Well, okay, to I also thing. don't have kids, you know. Keep okay, busy, so. points. I mean, I have forty of them, but I don't keep them in my house. You don't take them home. <laughs> uh, good for you. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like it's it's just been incredible, and like get, I want to share this like little moment because I think it's so funny. Um, but Here like, <laughs> I remember when you were implementing this stuff, and we kind of were talking about like, okay, like getting like habits in there of like because you were like I want to do yoga like I want to eat healthier I want to do yoga and I was like stop worrying about what yoga looks like I'm like Mm -hmm. you know don't feel like you have to whip out the mat and you have to be like following a video and you need to have your yoga Mm -hmm. pants on I was like girl just like throw on some Deadpool and like do yoga in your jammies like on your floor Uh and you Uh sent me a picture yes and I was like yes I was like, yes. You were like, I love this so much. I'm watching Deadpool. I'm doing yoga. I was like, yes, girl. Get it. Well, and it just kind of showed me, like, I feel like so often my brain would tell me, you know, you can't do X, Y, Z healthy things if you're not, like, this Instagram perfect person. You know, we've all – okay, I'll speak for myself. But I've got this image in my head of what – you know, the ideal millennial who's got it together kind of thing. Yeah. And it was, okay, I've got to have the natural lighting and the hardwood floor and the clean rug no. and the everything's clean and not dusty or covered in takeout crumbs. And you've got to have natural light in your yoga. No, no. it was me with my cats interrupting me on the floor <laughs> that honestly, who knows when the last time I vacuumed was, um, half dead plant in the window and Deadpool and whatever pajamas I had pieced together and it was just so freeing and encouraging to realize that I kind of had that power to be able to do what I needed and looking back now I'm laughing because that is a hilarious idea that I ever felt like I didn't but again that just shows um you know and for anybody who might still be in a situation like that of where it just feels so far out of reach um you know, when you get to the other side, hopefully you're able to kind of look back and giggle, kind of like we look, you know, for me, I'll look at a kiddo who's trying to put together a puzzle, a puzzle and they're so angry because it's not fitting. I'm like, no, you've got to 
you know, it's a wooden puzzle. You can't just shove it together. You got to set it on top and slide it in, but you got it. And so, you know, kind of looking back and laughing like at those little kiddos of, oh, you're so close, honey. Just take a deep breath and you got it. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of having those same thoughts as I'm looking back on, you know, how my brain made me act um, then and just kind of the, oh, honey, but out of love. Um, <sighs> yeah. And just now being able to have, um, just a healthier relationship with all of that and just that, um, I don't know, girl power, person power yeah. of just, I've got this and I'm able to do it. And I'm so eternally grateful for you for, mm-hmm. um, helping me, helping teach me that and how to harness that and how to help me, um, just finally get myself back into the version of me that I feel that I was meant to be, that I am, um, so that I'm able to offer what I have to this world. So I love thank you that. for that. If I can have a mushy moment. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. No, okay. <gasps> no, it's like, honestly, it's just, it's been, it's always beyond incredible to like watch not only you, but like all of my students just, it's, it just yeah. blows my mind to watch everyone grow mm-hmm. and to like see how far you've come. And even like the moments I want you guys to know, like when, when I get like photos of these messages where it's like, Oh my gosh, it's happening. I'm doing it. I'm happy today. <laughs> like, it's like you sent me a photo even of like you laying by the pool and you're like, I'm wearing a two piece. I am comfortable. Mm-hmm. I feel confident. Mm-hmm. And I am just like happy laying out here reading a book. And I was like, I literally, like, literally jump for joy, and I'm like screaming in my home, and I'm like, yes, she did it. And and a little behind the scenes story for everybody who didn't receive that message. Um, (laughs) So I am a you know, picture of the Midwest. I, you know, I, you can tell I put ranch on everything. I am a short and, you know, thick girl and I am as pasty as they come. And I live in this apartment complex where I swear, no matter whenever I drive by the pool, it is just full of these gorgeous people, right? They are always just right at the wall. Like there's the one chair that's available and it's right near the people that you are the most intimidated by. Yeah. Those moments. Um, And I um, even went as far as, like, to try to help me feel more in love with my body and more comfortable with showing my body and just feeling like I am allowed to have a place in this world um, and not be apologetic for, you know, how much of it I take up. I, you know, got a big tattoo on my thigh, and I've since added to it because I loved it so much. Um, and so, yeah, the fact that I went to this pool with my, like, frankly, I don't even remember the last time I had shaved my legs before I had gone. They were definitely stubby oh, and right. being as tasty as I am. That they were like, you know, you could tell. And it, But again, who cares? Because if you're that close and if you're saying something, you better be my husband or myself. Otherwise, back <laughs> off. We're going to have some words. Um, and also, shame on you. Worry about yourself. But um, so, you know, go out there. And again, I've got my soft belly, um, my little bit of hairy legs, my skin that glows in the sunlight. <laughs> and not in the, um, again, not in the desirable way necessarily, not in the societally desired way um, excuse me you're like a diamond in the sun i know because we're on par with whiteness okay. yeah um but anyhow so and i grew up um again spoiled moment, but i was fortunate enough we had a pool in our backyard growing up for just my family and i so i grew up with privacy so having to share a pool was a big deal of growing up and growing living moving out of my parents house um 
And so the fact that I was able to go out there, sit out there in the summer and just do something that brought me so much joy growing up um, and just kind of a, if you will, middle finger to societal standards that I had felt um, I had honestly at that point had kind of placed on myself. Um, and yeah, that was, that was awesome. <laughs> I've since gone to water parks and just enjoyed yes. myself. Yes. That's amazing. I love it. Cause like this, <laughs> like self-love is such a, it's such a, it's such a key mm-hmm. component to beating it because it allows you to just like live with that confidence and takes away a lot of the worry because you know like a lot of that stuff comes from other like like whether you're dealing with bipolar anxiety or depression like other people's opinions become very prominent to you Mm -hmm. and yeah and so just being perceived opinion yes yes your own feelings that you don't realize you're projecting onto them and all that good stuff (laughs) it's a whole party (laughs) (laughs) so so like a quick kind of look into like How is life different for you now that you've beat it? Oh, my gosh. Um, So we've kind of already touched on it a little bit, just how I have friends now that (laughs) I will – like, I even – so I – never used like a dating app or anything but I actually last year went as far as downloading Bumble BFF so I could just try to find a friend (laughs) um and I went on a couple friend dates with some girls and um some of them I you know we still chat with and of course you know being an adult means lining up your schedules to see when you can hang out and that is like the second Tuesday from never so (laughs) just basically a lot of but still having that support on whether it's um sending them a snap for a little bit of compassion when you've had a rough day or success or anything like that um I also was able to um really find a core friend group um within my my husband had some co-workers that are just phenomenal and they became his core friend group and then they're just such wonderful people that they invited me in and um just really finding those friendships and being able to maintain them without feeling like it's um an additional set of exhaustion or work. Um, and also just being able to find other people that understand that life happens. Mental health is continuously ongoing and always needs maintenance. Um, and we're able to be honest and true with each other of, Hey, I would love to see you today, but I am having, you know, some Sunday scary. So I'm going to take care of myself and try to get through that. Or, um, so not, I know sometimes, you know, you might want to, cancel the plans because all of a sudden your brain gets too much. Um, with these friends, I'm either able to tell them what's going on and we can adapt or they can give me a little bit of time or they'll say, fine, I'm coming to you. Um, so I've been able to find a really strong set of friends with that. And just with work, I found that I've been able to, um, open up and serve the families that I serve even better than before because it's not even just oh my gosh well I don't have kids of my own and I'm talking to these parents that have kids and who am I to give advice and a different Mm -hmm. mindset and just all those nerves but instead um I've had some of the most successful relation working relationships with these families that I'm working with and seeing real progress and change happening with that. Yeah. Um, and you even like you went for a promotion too. <laughs> well, it's not uh that's yeah, that's not really happening. It's still in works. There's a lot of oh, okay. for a nonprofit. There's a lot um I believe I am still, if something ever occurs, I believe I am still um, going to be considered. But anybody that's in the nonprofit world, um, 
nothing is for certain until the paperwork gets signed. And even then, who knows? Wait, <laughs> but where? So hold on. But weren't you like leading people still? So um, that was in more of an unofficial role. Oh, okay. Just as far as like an unofficial trainer is newer people yeah, are yeah. coming on. But I did um, rewrite the curriculum, improved curriculum that we use. And um, those ideas were actually adopted. Um, and then, you know, of course, changed just enough so that I don't have to put my name on it. Oh. <laughs> um, but no, my, um, so I was able to kind of head up the program a little bit and be an yeah. unofficial trainer until um, a permanent supervisor spot came available. And uh, the, the more senior teachers were able to take care of that. Yeah. Um, I remember... But, I remember, though, that yeah. it was a really beautiful moment when you were like, I think I'm actually still going to like you were like you had the confidence to finally put in for it. And well, yeah. And that's the other thing. I mean, it's for a while I was when I was made known that that might be something in the future. I was like, um, OK, no, thanks. Hard pass. <laughs> um, and enough time has gone on. And, you know, my own development, personal and professional, yeah. um, I have since realized, you know, what I what I have to offer and my, you know, seeing not just my weaknesses, but my own strengths within that and how that might be of good service to the program. If something like that were ever to open up or be offered, I no longer feel like I would run screaming from the hills, but also <laughs> laughing at it. Um, but rather um, seriously consider that because I've also learned um, to kind of get out of that imposter syndrome yeah. feeling of, just oh I don't deserve to be here why do they think I'm good they're just like waiting to mess up wait till I mess up and they see how human I am you know that kind of feel yeah and honey I you didn't have anybody fooled for a second I have always been 110% human um <laughs> but <laughs> learning you know that within that despite being human people still like it it's okay um and no longer fearing that, but yeah. also knowing that, okay, if the time ever comes, I do feel that the timing will, you know, come into play when I am at my most ready for it and being open to that and ready if that ever, if that ever comes my way. That's such a place of peace. I love it so much. <laughs> I, oh. it's, a, it's a really good place to be. I, I like being in a place where I'm no longer worrying and freaking out about everything. It is so awesome <laughs> to be able to feel happy and at peace with life. It is. Oh my goodness. Anybody who hasn't gone through um, the program or literally any and all, <laughs> and all you have to offer, uh. do it. It is so awesome sitting here on the other side. It feels so good. Oh my gosh. I love <laughs> it. That's, that's why the intro music is the grass is greener on the other side. <laughs> Yes. Oh my gosh. I love it so much. You, you... But in this case, it really is. Yeah. No, it is. Oh my gosh. But it's just like, like, like everybody, like, it's just, it blows my mind to see where people came, like, started and where, like, where they've made it to. And I, like, that's why I wanted to, like, start doing these interviews because I feel yeah. like it's so powerful to hear somebody speak their story. Just like I've been speaking my story all these years. Yeah. But to, to hear more people you know, really speak to what's possible because like, that's mm -hmm. what this is, you know, we're here to do is to inspire you, encourage you. I'm here to give you yeah. tactics, not so much Allie, <gasps> but <laughs> I'll give you tactics, but you know, it really is like to, to inspire you that you are just as capable of making this happen and, and you are just as deserving 
and worthy and that you have the power to take the steps. And that's why, like when you were talking earlier about how the steps being so easy to implement, like being so simple and not complex, like that's why I make them that way because I want anybody to be able to take them and and run with them and be able to see success with it. So, well, and it's just funny because even you mentioning that, you know, you deserve this, you listener, you, who you, you know, who you are. Um, (laughs) It's so funny because as even when I had first learned about you and your program and everything, I'm like, Oh, I'm glad that worked for her. That's not going to work for me. But if I can get a nugget of something out of it, like that's how just hungry and thirsty I was for any kind of solution that I was still cynical enough that I genuinely did not believe, you know, the whole that's too good to be true feeling. Right. Um, Unfortunately, as seen on TV products have kind of ruined that for all of us. Um, but I, I was at such a place that I just needed anything, even though I didn't genuinely believe that it could be that, again, I, I'm going to say easy, but not in the sense of it's easy, but in the sense of it was so simple. simple and intuitive. Yeah. Yes. And even now, I don't feel that that's necessarily the right word with the general connotations that it has with it. But, you know, anybody else who's gone through it and has beaten the bad, hopefully I'm making sense to that. And those of you who aren't there yet, you know, keep fighting. You've got this and you're in the right place and you've got, you know, a community of incredible support behind you and you know we are rooting for you I am rooting for you mm-hmm. and I know Ollie is otherwise she wouldn't be here doing this for everyone and so even though you're you know you might even be sitting here feeling as I felt <laughs> of just yeah 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 all right well that's nice to believe but I'm just kind of stuck where I am I don't believe that I call baloney <laughs> and um you you owe it to yourself. You really do. You are precious and you deserve this um, as much as anybody. And again, even if you want to be cynical, even if you just get one little nugget out of it, then that is by and far worth it because it's one nugget better than you were in the first place. But I guarantee you, you're going to get so much more out of it. All the nuggets. <laughs> All the nuggets. <laughs> Oh my God. I can't even like, I was going to be like, can you share a pep talk or a little wisdom nugget for anyone listening? And like, girl, you're on it. You didn't just get a wisdom nugget. You got like a party pack. (laughs) You got the whole chicken girl. (laughs) Oh my gosh. There we go. Yes. Oh Oh my God. Well, here's a question for you. Cause I love that you, I love that you really brought home the point that like you didn't think it was possible. And I love that you, I love that you didn't think it was possible, yet you did it anyway. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for doing that. Yeah, I like people wrong, but, including myself, apparently. Right? <laughs> um, do, do you remember, like, when it started to sink in that you were like, oh, wow, this is actually, this could actually be possible for me? So... <laughs> if you don't, I'm that's fine. because, no, I'm laughing because... You were, you and your process was kind of, you were kind of tricky, like in a good way. I was like, what? Tricky because again, I didn't notice. It was so yeah. seamless and intuitive that I really didn't notice what was happening until well after it had happened. Yeah. 
Like I'm I, so sneaky. I knew that it wasn't. You were, and it was the best. Like I knew things weren't worse. I knew things weren't the same. But I just that just hadn't registered in my mind yet, in my heart of just I have beat it. I am past it. I am good to go. I just genuinely did not notice because things just improved so well to a point where I was so happy I wasn't noticing it and I was just living it. I'm sorry, it were you just were you just weird. too busy enjoying life to notice that you made the <laughs> so I, was, I was just too busy enjoying my wonderful life to even notice what you did for me. <laughs> that has to be the absolute best response I could ever receive. <laughs> like honestly, yes. Like cloak and dagger. I was like, I'm in, I'm out. You had no idea. <laughs> like that's oh. fantastic. Like a paper cut. You don't know until you got some hand sanitizer in it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does that mean like me calling and being like, how have things been? Was I hand sanitizer? I think so. <laughs> but it's, it's not painful. It was all glitter and oh, rainbows. Right? No. <laughs> you weren't bleeding. You were just losing glitter. That's all that's yes. happening. Yes. I love it so much. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, and I think too that like the people in my life noticed before I did. They noticed mm. that I was back. They noticed that I was um just bringing my I I was I was feeling my joy back into my life. I wasn't just surviving, but I was finally able to thrive. That's so great because I think sometimes, you know, sometimes people when you're in it, you're looking to other people to be like are they seeing that I'm changing? Are they seeing that I'm yeah. changing? And mm-hmm. sometimes they don't at first because you're doing the right. work. But then, you know, you definitely reach a point where they start to notice. They start to take notice. Yeah. And, you know, it's so funny because, like, my family, I don't... They definitely, like, noticed that I seemed heavier. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was funny because I do remember there was, a, there was a point where my dad and I were in the car and he was like, so... have He's like, so you say that you've beat it. <laughs> and I was like, yeah? And he's like do you, what does that mean? (laughs) He's like, do you, he's like, you, you still, you still live with it though, right? Like you still experience it. And Mm. I was like, no. And so I'm like sitting there explaining to my dad, like what beat the bad is and like how I, like how I just, I don't like, I I experience normal emotions. I yeah, Mm -hmm. I experience stress and anxious nerves and stuff like that. But you're human still. Yeah. It's like, but it's not what it was by any stretch of the imagination. And he was just like, wow, that's really cool. I'm yeah. like, thanks, thanks, Dad, because like I, I love him. He's it's he's mm-hmm. been the one person in my life where he just like didn't didn't quite get it. Yeah. Um, um, and that's hard. Yeah, it's really hard when you've got that person or people that you know they're fortunate enough to never have had to gone through it. Yeah, or if they do, they don't know what it is and they don't know how to get out of it. But it's just yeah, that can be exhausting in and of itself. Yeah. Oh, okay. Any any last words of encouragement? You got a little little one two hit? Anything? If not, um, we'll go. Do the things, y'all are awesome, and you're already doing all the things to start taking care of yourself. So keep it up. Mwah. Yes. If you're if you're still <laughs> listening, you're on the right track. Yes. <laughs> Good job. And if you're not, well, I don't blame you. That's okay. Don't um, say that. Time. Don't. <laughs> well, they won't know. <laughs> they're not listening. They won't know. <laughs> Oh my! Okay, okay, good job. I'll I'll give it to you. I give it to you. Oh my gosh! Well, thank you so much for being the first interview on the 
show, Allie. Yeah. I, can't. I like being your guinea pig. I, you, <laughs> forever and always. <laughs> oh my gosh, no, I'm just so glad. I feel like this is such a wonderful interview, and I'm just so grateful for everything like like all just I'm just gonna make it rain gratitude nuggets like I'm grateful that like we randomly found each other I am grateful that you know like you made the leap and you did the program I am grateful for how much growth you've experienced I'm grateful that we're still friends and we've kept in touch it's just been beautiful like I just oh just want to just yes. squeeze you I don't know when I'll be in Ohio again well actually my my other friend might be moving to Ohio at some point well, hey, so there you go. might start making more Ohio trips <laughs> <laughs> I mean I'm a fan I know oh my gosh so thank you so much again for coming on the show I literally cannot thank you enough and I really hope that everybody listening pulled so much value from this even if you just pulled a, the tiniest of like nugget crumbs from it, that is my hope. Cause that's what I told Olivia. Cause I don't do things like this. Um, but there's lots of things that I don't do that for Olivia. Well, she talks me into it with her very encouraging, motivating way. And next thing you know, I'm doing things that terrify me. I um, also want you guys to know that I'm not always there talking to her. She has a little mini Olivia conversation <laughs> in her head. I do. Maybe that's, a, maybe that's a conversation for another time. Maybe yeah. we need to touch base on that next. But it's been good so far. Allie, I want you to know, though, what the funniest part is of that is you're not the only student that does that. <laughs> A lot of people have okay, many well, Olivia conversations. <laughs> and it helps oh my them. Gosh, that is terrific. I know. I love it. <laughs> I feel so connected to humanity right now. I Yay. love it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again so much for coming on the show, girl. Yeah. Thank you uh, for having me. Everyone, thank you for listening. Yes. All right, you guys. That's it. Ta-da. Hey there, before we totally wrap things up, I want to check in with you, my friend. If you've been wanting to break free from struggling with bipolar, anxiety, and or depression, but the meds and therapy route just isn't feeling like your jam, you are not the only one. I felt the same way when I used to live with the bad. Meds made life foggy and therapy didn't offer me the clear steps to getting better that I so desperately craved. So I spent nearly 10 years figuring out how to break free from mental illness in a way that allowed me to feel in control, empowered, happy, and thriving. Now it's my mission in life to help more people do the same. That's exactly why I created my signature program, Beat the Bad. This is an eight-week program where I teach you the exact steps to conquer bipolar, anxiety, and depression. Look, these are tried and true practical steps that my students love because they are easy to use in everyday life. It's helped Shelby find freedom from depression through self-love. It's helped Allison build confidence and break free from years of struggling with anxiety and depression. Jessica now breezes through fear and Ashley can make anxiety take a back seat while she pursues the things that she's always wanted to do. Jody even turned her entire life around in just eight months after dealing with the bad for 15 years and trying all of the things with no success. Seriously? This is the program I wish had existed when I was struggling so hard with bipolar anxiety and depression. So if you're determined to beat the bad, create the change you've been wanting for so long, and live a life where you're finally thriving, then I'm here to help you make it happen. Simply go to www.simplyali.com/btb to learn more. You can find that link in the show notes 
or you can send me a DM on Instagram at TheRealSimplyOli so that we can chat more about it. I can't wait to see you beat the bad.